This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of At The Turn. Nick and Joe with you, a smorgasbord. Smorgasbord? I think it's borg. Is that right? I don't know. I haven't used that word possibly ever. So like Bjornborg. So I've, I've never used it wrong. Anyway, a bunch of topics to get to today. Please, before we get into any of that, Google Schmorgasborg to make sure we're spelling it right. After you do that, go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Spotify. Wherever you're listening to this right now, rate and review. Give us five stars. It really helps out the show. When you're done there, your next assignment, go to piper.golf. Use promo code TURN10 at checkout for 10% off a variety of golf balls for a variety of skill levels at an incredible price. Bucket hats, visors, everything you need at Piper Duck Golf, promo code TURN10. Nick, you pick. What do you want to start with? You texted me. You were all excited about joining the club for 2023. Do you want to start there? Yeah, we got to start there. Okay. Tell me about it. What happened? Well, I... I, I have some serious buyer's remorse that I'm considering asking for a refund for my what? 2023 oh my God. membership. And I need a second slash third opinion to see if like my head's in the right spot. Um, I'm just going to start from the beginning. So I, I played this course it's like 30 minutes from me. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And it's about a month ago, the first time I played it. And there's signs all over the place, 2023 memberships. 350 bucks, you know, for a Monday through Friday membership or 450 for seven days a week. And I'm like, that's great. You know, this this course is in a remote spot, so I can see why it would be cheap. But it's not, not a bad course. So I'm like, okay. So I played it a couple more times, and I'm like, all right, I'm 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 doing it. I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger and become a member for 2023. And quick question. Quick, yeah. quick question. Yeah. So you like the layout? The feeling when you walk onto the golf course, this is a place I want to spend a lot of time. It is. It's it's super walkable. Um, you can, it it's not gimmicky at all. It's pretty straightforward. You know, it's just golf. If you hit good shots, it, it should be easy. But there's plenty of out of bounds. You know, plenty of woods and forests. You know, if you, if you're if you're spraying it all over the place, you're going to pay the price. So it's it's fair. It's straightforward. 
not you know it's right there in front of you it's easy to walk which is big for me i love walking um you know it's the pace of play the biggest thing the pace of play is great i played there three times i think it was 315 330 and 345 perfect look at you playing late in the day (laughs) so so i so i pull the trigger i sign up for membership he hands me a three-page packet first page Fill out your information, name, address, email. Do that while I'm running your card. So I, so I do that. Runs my card. Great. Flip the second page. It's the uh, policies and procedures right here. I'm showing yeah, I'm looking you. Looking at it. The okay. fans can hear this. Sure. I get down to like the eighth bullet point. I'm just kind of scanning it. So each time you play, there will be a $28 fee. Wait. Yeah. Are you paying an amount that made you feel as though your golf would be as much as you want for this initial price? Well, what I guess that's what I thought a golf course membership was, but am I am I an idiot or like should I should I be upset that now I mean, let me just set the stage for you. I I'm paying $36 to play this course and now I'm paying $350 for the right to play it for $28? Okay. Am I? I mean, like, wh- did you? where am I at? Did, just, just just, set me straight. Okay. Did you really think you were joining a, a golf course to play even a restricted amount of golf for the months of January through December for $350? Yeah. That's, I mean. That's on me. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. I mean, you're paying to be a part of the men's club, I would assume. And that's no, a pretty it's, steep it price to do that. all leagues. So what the hell did you just sign up for? That's what, what I'm asking the, you. What I is, thought what I was signing up to play free golf. What does is, what is the first page actually say on it? Like when you walked in, you're like, hey, I want to join the club. I want a membership. What membership. did you say? It, there's, there's these flyers all over, okay. the, all over the place. Memberships. Yeah. These are the rates memberships. for the 2023 memberships. Yes, it doesn't say. It doesn't say restrictions apply. It doesn't say n- n- nothing else. Because I went back and okay. studied it after after the fact. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like trying to like. I'm like kind of upset, but I'm like, should I be mad at myself? Yeah, is the club misleading? Is like you know what what are we doing? Because like, I don't know. I've had a few different memberships at clubs before. Like I think I paid like four hundred and fifty to be a member at the U of I Golf Club. You know, like, I, I don't know, you know, so that was, you know, I, I, let me just put it this way. I've always paid in the, like, five to $800 range, which, right. which covers all of my golf for an entire year. So I see these being advertised all over the place. Like, the, the course is in the middle of nowhere, right? Like, it's not, so I'm like, maybe they just need people. Maybe they just it need some, some cash up front. To you. It didn't, it didn't seem crazy. It did seem too good to be true, but I didn't, I didn't really think about it, it. I just it was like this is so a little great. bit crazy to me and yeah. I look I understand the U of I thing so for those of you who are unaware Nick and I both lived in a college town for a couple years well Nick lived there for a long time I lived there for a couple years and they have a pretty nice golf course there and you could pay like I think it was 500 bucks to play all summer as much as you want and we took advantage of that a couple things it is in Idaho 
so stuff's cheaper there. It isn't a college Ooh. campus, so stuff is doubly cheap there. And that was a decade ago. So those are three big factors that come to head, top top of my head, right sure. there. I I will say this: what you signed up for sounds very similar to something that exists in Portland, where you pay a fee and you get discounted golf for a finite period of time, probably for around the same amount that you paid for this. So I I wouldn't necessarily think that you should like be mad or not do it. However, I don't think you're going to play enough golf to where it's worth it. If it's someone who's playing like 100 rounds a year, sure. I don't think that's you. No, I'm my, my plan is to play once a week. Like I, I think I've worked it out where I can play one day a week. And for like what? 30 weeks? Best case? 28 weeks, yeah. I, I, I'm calculated at 28 weeks, you know. <laughs> Done the math? I, I, I have done the math. I have crunched the numbers. Well, you were really so, you were really precise on that part of it, at least. Yeah. So so now so then I'm I'm I, I signed up for this. This all happened right before I was about to play my round of golf, right? <sighs> so my most recent round of golf. So now I'm like out there, and I'm like, yeah, because I've seen what you're talking about, where you, you pay to be a member of the. Of course, my, where I used to live was you could pay a hundred bucks and be like a, a, a men's club association member, and it was very explicit. Right. Like in attached with that, like selection online everywhere you saw it, it was like you get a you get a five dollar discount on your greens fees Monday through Friday, and you're part of the league. You can play in tournaments. Great. So, I guess I, I guess it, I would have expected that if there were what. Restrictions like you're going to pay 90% of the full price of a round of golf anyways, that would be noted on there. Um, and the thing is, it's for the, the 28 bucks you pay is your, your greens fee plus your cart fee. So you get, a, you get a cart. But like oh. walking it and getting exercise was kind of like, a, you know, it, you know good, I'm like, cool, I can get some exercise because I don't ever get a chance to exercise. So you're a that, walker. that's cool. So now I'm like, well, I'm going to be taking a cart every time I play golf in 2023. Um I think where I kind of where I kind of ended my day was like I do like the course even though it's a little bit away from where I live it's actually a pretty convenient location cuz it's close to our kids daycare it's close to Ashley's work so you know after I played the other day I stopped by I had lunch with Ashley it, it was great you know so I think having the membership and, and being financially invested will only kind of force me to play golf wow. every week. Wow. This is surprising. Than, yeah, because normally it's like I have to move mountains. Not not to be dramatic. But, but you know, I have to make the effort to go play golf, right? It's like every week, you know, then I, I, I move a whole week around and I play around to golf. And then Monday morning rolls around and I'm doing the same thing again. And it's like I'm asking for a favor every week, kind of. Now it's like it's built into my week. I've paid for it. It's my responsibility to go and play this golf. So I think I'm just going to play the golf. I'm gonna take a cart every time. Maybe I can whip around. Maybe I can break the three-hour barrier. I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with it. The course is fun. I think I could shoot some decent scores out there. Maybe I'll meet some people. They have a bar. I don't know. Important question. You said you were getting a third opinion. I assume the second opinion has already been gotten. What does the head of household say about this investment? Well, she was she had the same reaction I did, almost exactly, because. She play, She actually played around out, out there with me oh. one day, and uh, she, was that was that said, where I got the great picture. By the way, I can't believe we even posted that to from. social media. I know, folks. We talked about the, how you measure length of putts a couple episodes back, and I get a picture from Nick and his wife Ashley 
of Ashley laying down with her feet at the hole. And a couple balls behind her. The the caption was just, how long does this putt look to you? And I got to tell you, what a way to start my day. We'll post it on social media. It was was great. Follow us at the Turn Pot on Instagram, please. We'd we'd love to have you there. That was one of the funnest rounds I've played, too. Ashley was... She she had zingers from every at the turn episode all year. Just like within the first four holes, her her shit talking game was was like Phil Mickelson status, which was which was fun to see. But she said the front nine was her favorite golf course she's ever played because it was just very wow. walkable, flat, inviting, um, pretty stress free. You can kind of spray it, and you know you're gonna find your ball. You might have to hit over some trees, but no big deal. Um, we played in a good pace, um, so she she liked it, and and her response was like, "Oh, you like, you kind of got duped, you know." Which I kind of felt like I got duped a little bit, um, if, if, whether or not it was my own fault, which which is totally fine, um, you know. And she was like, "Should you get a refund?" And I was like, "Well, I was I was kind of thinking about it, but then I was like, maybe not." And she's like, "Yeah, you know what? You like to play golf, like just just go play your golf." And it does. I do think you make a really good point. It does force you to play golf there. I think the line of demarcation for me of why I would want to get a refund, the fact that you're that you are not going to have a gin through this club because of this fee you're paying, that would annoy me because you're you're going to have to yeah. pay another fee to have a gin for 2023. Yeah. yeah. That's true too. I was like, oh, at least maybe I'll save fifty bucks on a gin. Rhode Island, they, they have a pretty good setup. I think it's thirty-five bucks to just do it oh, online through the, like, the Rhode Island Golf Association. So, so yeah, no big deal. They have they do have a nice bar. Um, That's going to be fun. It is a I good bar is important. Okay, yeah. what's I just, it called? It's called Country View. And the, the thing, Country the View, thing okay. that kind of irked me was like, is this how you like try to make money? You know what I mean? Like, I felt like. You have all these flyers all over the place. Like, it seems pretty intentional that they left this part out about like what the membership includes and doesn't include. Maybe I sh- maybe it's on me to to like ask the question. Judging by your face, it sounds like it is. But a little bit. Um, like I said, I've seen these types of memberships before. <clears throat> they always are pretty explicit about you know what the expectations are. So I felt like, okay, well, if this is like my first interaction with the club, like what else? You know, what else I, is I hiding? understand. But, you know, you're a little bit dubious about what the experience is going to be. Well, again, Nick, I'm coming out there in six short months. I'm going to yeah. be there in April. So we're going to be playing. We're going to be playing. Country. Be playing you better believe we're not going to play any other course but country. And we're taking a cart. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should take advantage of it if you're going to get that free cart. Um, well, good luck, buddy. I mean, what? Posting season is. It starts in it's April, over. right? Oh, it starts in April. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So we'll get that first round of 2023 in the first official round, which brings us to our next topic. It's a very interesting point that you made. We're still posting here in Oregon, technically, even though it literally rained three inches over the weekend. It was nice. Have you heard of an atmospheric river, Nick? That's when a river is in the sky and it comes down (laughs) and it pours in Portland, Oregon. It was quite quite a scene here. But we can still post for another month. So technically... These rounds still count. But we're almost in silly season for all the areas that have cyclical golf seasons. And you raised the question, which I thought was a very interesting one. If you were to accomplish some sort of feat, probably PR, your lowest round ever, during the off season, would you count that as your lowest round ever? Now, you brought this to me, so I assume you have a strong opinion. Well, I was out there playing golf, and... 
we had a 73 degree day. I mean, I'm in mm. shorts and a t-shirt. Everybody else around me is in, you know, jeans and a t-shirt. Um, just to paint a picture of what you're going to get at Country View. But uh, <laughs> man, you hate this place already. <laughs> it's it is the perfect Nikki Ice golf course. I mean, like, okay. I'm excited. So I just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go off on this little side note. So when I'm, I'm playing, ahead. and on the second hole, the greenskeeper comes up to me, and I'm waiting on the group ahead, and he tells me how. This used to be his grandfather's farm, and it's where his dad met his mom. And, wow. and how late in the year, it's so hard to find a place in the to put the tea boxes because there's all these divots everywhere. So there's no good places. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that seems to make perfect sense. And then I, I see him again on the fourth hole, and he comes up to me and he tells me how this golf course used to be his grandfather's farm, and his dad and his mom met there. And how this late in the season, it's, it's almost impossible to find a good place on the tee box to set the tee markers. I'm just like, holy shit, dude. I literally saw you 11 minutes ago and had this exact same conversation. But that, I mean, it's all interesting stuff. How old? What are we? Oh, ah, uh, 60. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited for you to go out there next week and hear that story again. I hope, I really hope I meet that guy unprompted, like you go to the bathroom or something, and that guy comes up to me and he tells me that exact same story. It's probably Country View. Yeah. So, Nick, the the personal record, is it 83 right now, 82? Uh, yes. I think it's 82. It is 82. Oh, okay. It is 82. So, you go out, you have a four-footer for 81, and the posting season is over, and you <clears> knock it in. What are you texting me and Romy after that round? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, that's my personal best. I mean, I, I was, wow. I was thinking, I was thinking about it before my round, right? I'm like, what if I just, what if I just go low today? You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, yeah, I think that. What a dilemma to have. Um, yeah. And I'm out there playing, and it was like obvious. It's like, yes, this is this is a round of golf. And like I said, it was 73 degrees. There was no, I don't even know. Like, is it a benefit or is it a detriment? Like it. After posting season, it's probably a detriment in a lot of areas. If, if you're playing in the snow, I would assume you're going to inflate your handicap. I don't even know. I, I, on this day, I'm like, there's no way you could say, like, this is not a valid round of golf and a valid score. And I don't think we should let the, the USGA. The goddamn USGA. <laughs> I don't think we should let, like, what rounds count for our gin dictate, like, what is and isn't golf in general. Mm, I like that. Well, I think that's fair. And if you're playing in some sort of off-season competition, then that's in its own bucket. But I tend to agree because this actually – I didn't think of this until we started talking. My best round of last year came in December. I had a buddy come in who moved away. He came back from out of town, and we caught like, I don't know, a 50-degree day, December 27th. And we're like, let's get out there. And I shot 73, and I'm like, we were leaving, and I was like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but that was my best round by, like, two strokes all year. And they're like, sick. And everyone went home, and then we met up for beers, and we were like, great round, Joe. And it was never like, oh, you didn't post it for your handicap, nerd. did you really really shoot 73? You know, are you going to count that? You know, it's like. Now, I I will say this. If I went out and shot my lowest round ever, during the off season, there'd be a lot of like, oh, that's standing water. Oh, pick it up. Because an off season round, I don't think you're necessarily finishing out a lot. I don't think you're uh, you're playing preferred lies in every possible circumstance. 
the ball plugged in the fairway. Ah, just drop another one. You're, I think you're inclined to be a little more loosey-goosey with the rules. So I think I would kind of know it's not a lowest round ever as it was happening. That doesn't mean that I would, like, not talk about it or count it. I would just know in my head, like, yeah, I did it in January. So is it my best round? Kind of. Is it my best round? Kind of not. Yeah. I mean, I think once you start doing stuff like that, then you then it's a different conversation. If, you, if you're, like, if you don't run into, like, I did run into one situation well past when my lowest round ever was was in play, uh, where I, I hit a ball totally in play. I knew exactly the yardage that it was. I knew exactly the line it was. But it was just in leaves, and I didn't find it. So I just put another ball down and played it. Um, had I been like, had I either finished and, and had my low round ever, I would I wouldn't really count it because that's clearly a two stroke penalty that I didn't apply to myself. Um, or had I been like gunning for my low round, I knew I knew it was on the table. I would have, I probably would have just gone back to the team and been like, no, dude, we're we're playing we're playing this. But like, well, since neither of those were in question, like I was like, yeah, it's. It's no big deal. But other than that, there were no course conditions that, like, would have, like, yeah, made you feel weird about it. The validity of the round. Well, I got to tell you, that that honestly, and I, I don't think I've ever really thought about it this way, but I think that's why I don't ever take a breakfast ball. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. My biggest fear is if I take a breakfast ball and then shoot, like, a 68, I'll know that's yes. no 68. And people that's can right. tell me it's 68, but it's not. It's not. It's a 71. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, true. I I never want to have this feeling in the pit of my stomach. Like I look at the scorecard on my fridge, and if I knew that that wasn't valid, I'd be just walking by a lie every single day. <laughs> every story would just be a lie. I'd be living a lie, saying that's yeah. my lowest round ever. I can't right. do it. Like I bogey the last two holes of that round. I earned those bogeys. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it feels good to see those. So yes, I think that. There's a lot of shades of gray when it comes to accomplishments on the golf course. And if you feel like it is, great. If you feel like it isn't, great. It's what you feel like it is, right? It's in the eye of the beholder. It's like that stupid hole-in-one that I made at the pitch and putt. I don't think it's a hole-in-one. You think it's a hole-in-one. It's in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. Yeah. The- if I went out there on November on November 1st or November 15th and it was great course conditions – and I knocked it a hole-in-one. You better believe it's a hole-in-one. No doubt. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Hole-in-ones count no matter what on, on a real golf course. Now, the, the yeah. pitch and putt, I'm not going to get into it again. But a hole-in-one's yeah, a hole-in-one sure. no matter what. Great. My buddy Francis. I'm going to save one of these for a future episode because I love both of these prompts so much. He said... As we, as we were we were we were playing Elk Ridge Golf Course, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit on the Mad Golfer of the Week, and he was like, "Hey man, I've had this really good idea, and no one's ever done it before. Imagine we're in the clubhouse. We've just enjoyed a nice round of golf. How fun is it to watch golfers come up the 18th hole?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's great. I love when you like, you know, sit and overlook the 18th green. It's funny. He's like, yeah, but every course doesn't have that." And I was like, all right, where are you going with this? He's like, I don't know why golf courses don't have a couple cameras set up to live stream the 18th hole and who's playing it. You got your football game on one TV. You got 
the people come in at 18 on the other TV, and you can watch them come in and sit from the bar. Think about how much fun that would be at the Corner Club Open if you could watch people come in on 18. Or if you're at your local club, whatever your member guest is, and you could see, oh, we got a big tee shot coming up here at 18. We know they're two under. I think this is a brilliant idea, and I can't tell if no one's ever thought of it or if it's just not that cool. And I want to get your take on it. Well, I think you need somebody sitting on the 18th tee to get the stakes so they can put a graphics pack on on this. So, like, you walk up. Now we're talking. All right, fellas, what's going on here? They're like, well, Larry needs to make bogey to break 80 for the first time ever. And uh, if, if, if Larry and Mike beat Sally and Sue, all right, they, they just pressed, and there's going to be a lot of money changing hands. And then you, oh, my God. You throw that up, you throw that graphic up, and then you know this, this five-footer for Larry for bogey. You know there's no chance it's going in. He's going <laughs> to shoot 80. I love that idea. That would like, be fun. Nick so that, needs to make... <laughs> A seven to break a hundred. Oh, there's no way. He's going to hit it in the woods. And after you put your first one in the woods, then it's like, all right, I got to put it in play anywhere to still have a chance. <laughs> the graphics package, that is a brilliant wrinkle. Just like instead of one of the kids running the carts or whatever, all right, Johnny, you're on graphics today. And he's sitting up there. It's like, all right, everybody, tell me, tell me what this is for. Tell me what's going on here. That would be great. Yeah. You get, so, and you get the tea in the green. And the person mm-hmm. at the T communicates with the person on the green. Then you know, all right, here's Joe. He's trying to he's trying to two putt for triple here <laughs> to break ninety. He's broken ninety all season. Can he can he keep the streak alive? I well, love you it. Get, you can start getting bets going on in the clubhouse. You know exactly. Like, oh, yeah, that would be cool. Um, okay. In all seriousness, because we don't know that's not going to happen. Um, I, I think it's great. I think it's a good idea. I, I don't know how like how long this object will be shiny for. Like I feel mm. like you know, we got the live stream going, and you check it out, and there's like either gonna be no sound or like not good sound, or like the action is gonna happen just off the screen, or you can't really tell where the ball is, or like you just don't really care if Larry shoots seventy nine or eighty or eighty one and in like who wins their match. Um so maybe Maybe it doesn't have a whole lot of longevity. I think – have you seen live streams, like, from anywhere else on the course? Like, there was a course in Lewiston we used to play. Oh, no. And they had a live stream of the putting green that you could access from their website. So, basically, only time I would, I would ever play this this town would be in the winter months. It was always warmer down there. So, if you got a warm day, it was, like, 10 degrees warmer. So, if it was, like – you know, you could get some golf weather all winter long. So I would check this live stream just to see, like, number one, are, are they open? Are people out there playing golf? Is is it dry? Is there snow on the ground? Is everybody in Idaho playing golf at this course right now, right? So, like, if I got the answers I wanted to those questions, I would, I would go play golf there, which I think that could be very helpful. You can look at some course conditions. You can see how busy it is. You can see if they're open, if they're closed. I think that stuff is helpful. Um, and if it's also on the 18th hole where people are playing golf, hey, that's cool, too. See, that's a very pragmatic answer, and and I can appreciate that. I understand that, but I'm a dreamer. I want the graphics sure. package. This is if this is if I'm running this golf course, right? I'm sinking money into a lot of things that don't really matter. That's that's what I'm doing. We're gonna have eight months of nonsense, 
and then I'm going to go completely under. But while we have it, we're going to have the graphics package. We're going to know that Barb is trying to break 100. Barb hasn't broken 100 in two and a half years. Her husband just told us while she's teeing off. And oh no, Barb snap hooked it into the bunker, and Barb <laughs> can't get out of a fairway bunker to save her life. That's the kind of excitement that I want. I want yeah. to get the drama coming up 18. I know it's not really practical, but I think it will yeah. be a lot of fun. I-, I think the thing is, is like these cameras are going to be stationary, so you're not going to get. You're not going to get. Great. I can't hire a lives golf <laughs> crew you're not gonna to come like, out. Get and, like yeah. the zooming in, the zooming out. You're not going to have the pro tracer on it. You know, you're not going to. Um, I mean, I used to have to live stream softball games, and we had a stationary camera, and like you couldn't tell what was going on from like home plate to shortstop. So like, <laughs> you're not going to know if you're watching the green and you see a ball land on the green. You're going to have no idea whose ball it is. Plus, I'm sure people are missing like 78 percent of greens at this point. So you're not going to know like if they're putting for a birdie, if they're putting for a quad. You have clearly you have no idea. Um, you know, so I think that all seems a little bit relevant to how entertaining this product is going to be. All right, so basically Nick is watching the Tigers game in the corner, and I'm glued to the live stream. That's that, that's where that's, we come at it on, on this idea. But you know what? I, I'm going to glean some information, right? Time and temp, uh, you know, course conditions, how how busy it is. One, one course I played, actually, you could put money in a pot when you when you checked in, and it was like, Five bucks, five or ten bucks. It was like a hole in one thing, and if you made a hole in one, like you got that that money on a specific hole. It was one hole, and they had a live stream of it in in the pro shop, like for the for the staff to watch, but the golfers could also uh, check it out. See, that sounds amazing. Yeah, because anyone you get, then if you make a hole in one, you've got video of it. I don't know if they were recording it or if they were just streaming it. I would hope they would be recording it because that would really suck to put money in that pot, make an ace, and be like, that was me! That was me at 145. I made that ace. And then, like, all right, well, here's your $25. Have a safe drive back. (laughs) They're recording it for the sole purpose of validating your hole-in-one. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's it. It's just we don't trust people, and and that's the reason. I'm going to save the other one because I, I, I okay. really like that topic. I think you know where I'm going to land on that. Um, Nick, that means it's time for our Mad Golfer of the Week brought to you by T-Box Coffee. It's a roast-to-order coffee brand in the heart of Southern California. Package for the golfer who can shoot 68, the golfer who shoots 112, and every score in between. Let T-Box fuel your morning rounds. Use promo code TURN15 at checkout. Nick, this one's from Jared Schweigart, and this is from the OGA Golf Course. It's the site of many amateur events in Oregon, 45 minutes-ish south of Portland, Oregon. Before I get into it, I played at a tournament out there called the Greenskeeper's Revenge. You see these tournaments every year at every course, and basically, they put the pins in the most impossible spots on every single hole. I assume your Nick rule does not coincide with this because we have not communicated about this. But I do want to understand if there is a rule about how close the hole can be to the edge of the green. Isn't it three paces? I think it's I three think paces. It, I think it's three paces. <laughs> someone, someone had a real tough time trying to get the ball in the hole, and they just, they just screamed, "This is illegal! We're playing an illegal golf course!" 
And I was just like, man, the USGA can't save us out here. It's just it's just us and God on this golf course right now. I mean, there was one hole where someone got one, hit a green in regulation, and if you missed the hole, it was going to roll back. There's no way that you could possibly stop it. And I saw someone six putt from six feet. It was pretty awesome. Good day out there. I digress. Yeah. Fun. This is this is Jared. Are, are you ready for a mad golfer? I, I am. I am ready. Quote, my rating has nothing to do with the course, as this course is beautiful and well-kept. My experience golfing here on August 21st was extremely poor. Our group was constantly harassed by course officials for, quote, playing too slow, while we were stuck behind two groups who were walking the course. We had to wait up to 10 minutes before teeing off on every hole due to the other group being in the fairway, yet the official was approaching us to speed up our gameplay. The course marshal finally comes out at the 14th hole. Get that gameplay speed up. I know, gameplay. Has this person ever played golf before? How is your <laughs> gameplay today, fellas? you enjoy it? <laughs> All right, back to Jared. The course marshal finally comes out at the 14th hole and tells us to speed up our play before realizing that there's another group in the fairway right in front of us. After speaking to the group in front, he came back and said, it's a busy day on the course. I guess everyone is backed up today and left us alone for the last four holes. We finished 18 in under three and a half hours, which is a very respectable pace. As a group, we spent over $2,000 at this course, and I've never been treated worse in my years as a golfer. If you're looking for local courses to golf at, I'd recommend Langdon or Charbonneau over OGA. Now, Nick, when we have guests on, we have a segment called Turn 10, which is also the promo code at Piper.Golf. Mm-hmm. One of the questions is, how much have you ever paid for a round of golf? Now, if this is a foursome spending $2,000, that means they all spent an average of $500 at the OGA golf course. Now, OGA golf course is a wonderful course. I've played there many times. Well-maintained, beautiful. This was the course where I actually was put on the clock for slow play at the U.S. Mid-Am. So I empathize with Jared. However, unless Jared... Bought hold on, hold three on, hold on, hold on, full on. outfits, a brand new driver, and maybe a golf cart on his way out the door. He did not spend $2,000 at this golf course. This mad golfer has zero credibility, and I zero. strike it from the record. Yeah, zero credibility. Um, you can't use the word gameplay and, and get credibility. I'm sorry, you can't. Um, it's pretty bad. They finished 18 and three in under three and a half hours. I just. That's not respectable. That's lightning quick. That is. It is. So, like, he clearly has no context of how long it takes to play a round of golf. Because if that's. He's he's not playing in three and a half hours and the the marshal's up your ass for the first 14 holes. Like, unless you're playing in a speed golf tournament and you're just not aware of it. Um, Like, I. I just don't know what he's what he's getting at, and then I find it hard to believe that they were playing at a good pace for those first fourteen holes, and yeah. and the the marshals were just like randomly harassing them. I feel like they're very new to the game, don't understand the gameplay, they don't understand the the pace of the gameplay, and they were probably making some very significant faux pas in front of the clubhouse, off the first tee, all of those places, probably holding things up, probably very oblivious, is what I'm picturing right now. And yeah. maybe 
like a a group teed off on 10 in front of them and they caught them on the 14th who knows but I, I find it hard to believe that they just like were keeping pace all day played in three and a half hours and were being harassed by the staff well i think the staff was probably concerned for their well-being after dropping two thousand dollars in the clubhouse i mean I f- you could go to Bandon dunes and play 36 and you're probably not dropping two grand you might get close to it you get a nice dinner afterwards Two thousand dollars is crazy. Yeah. OGA is like a upper middle class golf course in in the in the Portland metro area. It's it's nuts. The thing that stands out to me the most is how much people base their ratings and how much they're inspired to rate and and leave poor reviews based on personal interactions. Like if you want yeah. to make this golf this this fictitious golf course that you own a success, Joe, all you have to do is be charismatic. Take the time to. Learn everybody's name. Totally. Be nice. Make sure your staff is on point, friendly, kind, never has a bad interaction with the members. You're going to be a success. You run that live stream. Who cares? That's right. Customer service, man. That's, that's what it's all about. Make people feel like they're the most important person in the world. Anyway, Jared Schweigard did not feel that way, and that is why he is our Mad Golfer of the Week. Nick? I know it's getting late out there. Daylight savings mm-hmm. time. How did you do with it? How'd you do with it? Okay, um, extra hour? No, because Gavin doesn't quite get the concept of Ugh. sleeping in an extra hour, so we're just kind of on his schedule. That's tough. Well, yeah. unfortunately, despite the extra hour, still did not have enough time. 25 hours today, still not enough to figure out mm. the theme song to Nick Rolls. Use promo code... Turn 20 at checkout at Matchstick Golf. All right, Joe. It's pretty straightforward today. Um, It's fall golf. We we addressed it with our friend Cam. Fall golf, the the worst part about it is leaves. Mm. Your ball is always getting lost in those leaves. What do you do if you're searching for your ball or, or a playing partner is searching for your ball in the leaves? They kick it. They step on it. They bump it. They nudge it. The ball moves. Play no. as it lies? No. Good news. No penalty. Just replace it. Just put it back. Just put it back. Put it, Recreate the lie that it was in. If you don't know the specific lie that it was in, estimate it. Estimate to your best guess the position. Recreate the lie. No penalty. And move on. A ball, basically, if you don't, if the ball has not been found, you can't be penalized for moving it. That, okay. Yeah. That that's very straightforward. So, yeah. In other words, if the ball is moved because you're kicking the leaves and everything, exactly. You kick it. Oh, I I think I kicked it here. You put it down, you play on. That's right. I don't think I've ever moved debris with my feet and found a golf ball before. To, to, to your recollection, has that happened to you ever? I, I just don't. No. I'm, I'm I'm always doing it in vain. Like I'm kind of looking, but you, you know, know like this lost. guy should have no dropped chance. a minute ago. Yeah, there's no chance, right? No chance. I've never I've never found a golf ball in leaves. <laughs> I wish you just stopped the sentence there. I've looked for a lot of golf balls. I rarely <laughs> find them. I, I I just don't find them. Never found one. All right, short and sweet. I like it. That is Nick Rolls. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout. I got to get your advice. Yeah. Thanksgiving, it's coming up. I know we get a few weeks still. That weekend, I am going to play in the one club tournament this year. I'm going to do it. 
I'm thinking of going with the 7-iron. What do you think about that? That's what I used last time a couple years ago. I would go with the longest club that you can hole out with. <laughs> do you mean like like length of club? Like I should use a pendulum putter? Are you talking like a 3-iron? So you're talking like yeah. a club that I can putt with. My concern is being able to execute like a 50 or 30 yard shot with it and if i got a three iron out there that's gonna be awkward yeah but i I would go i mean it's gonna be you're gonna have awkward shots no matter what right that's true so like is this are you playing a full length course like how how many how long is the course gonna play the course is gonna be six thousand yards basically every par five is 500 or shorter every par three i can get to with the seven iron the par fours i think there's maybe one or two that are creeping around 400 but otherwise it's like 380 so that's where i'm gonna lose the strokes is i'm gonna you know if i'm hitting my seven iron okay i'll probably have like 20 to 30 yard shots into most par fours and i hope to get up and down but i feel like i can at least have a better chance at par on the par threes and the par fives and take my chances in the par fours Sound strategy? Yeah, I mean, it's a strategy. Um, <laughs> I don't, I've never done one of these, and I'm also, like, not a very good player. So I don't know that I would take my advice, but my advice would be, like, I would probably use a hybrid because I think I could get to every par four, get to mm. every par five and three. Um, and then I would just work on some, some punch shots. You know, if you don't have to – if there's not a lot of forced carries. There's not. You know, figure out, like, how to hit your hybrid, you know, 30, 70, 50 yards – um, roll it up there. Play it like play it like an open championship. Watch some old open highlights on on okay. YouTube. Get some inspiration, because you're gonna gain more strokes getting to the green than you're gonna lose like trying to get on it. Like if you're gonna if you mm. can reach those par fives and three, if you can reach those par fours and two, like rather than have a, a, to hit like a 45 yard seven iron like 14 times. Mm. <laughs> You know what? I, I've actually never thought about it that way. That's that's a really interesting way to think about it. So, in other words, well, I do have, like, this really old, shitty hybrid that I used in high school that I like that I could probably still hit, like, 200 yards a pop. Maybe. I think 200 maybe, is, the, is the yardage. Cause you're maybe I dust that thing off. Pretty much every par four. Yeah. And you're going to get <laughs> the to problem every par is, five. I'm, I'm thinking if I get into one bunker, then I'm just going to make an 11 on that hole, and, and, and that's it. So you'd rather you'd rather lose one stroke fourteen times than fourteen strokes once. <laughs> yeah, it's more manageable. I death by a thousand paper cuts. I can I can I can live with that. That's an interesting thought. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'll go to the range and just bring both clubs and play around with it a little bit. It's gonna be fun. It sh- hey, look, what, they have free chili. What do other guys beer. do? Like like you played last year. Like what what do other guys? What, what are the guys who finish in the top five? Do. Bro, I don't know what they do. The guys I I actually shot, I think I shot like ninety two with my seven iron a couple years ago. So I, I feel pretty great about that. Um, you want to guess what the winning score is? This is the, this is a seventy two par. It's lower than you think. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's like eighty one. Seventy three. What? I don't know what this guy played with. So I looked at the scores and it was like okay, a, a bunch of eighty ones. Then it's like. Second place is 78, and then it's like, well, that's amazing. And then someone shot 73. I don't know what that's club they're insane. using. I would assume it's some sort of, like, five-iron hybrid. That, to me, feels like the optimal If you club. shot 73, like, they're they're reaching every green, basically. Right? Yeah. And then making putts with an iron or a fairway wood. Right. I would. Like, what, what's even the point of the other 13 clubs? 
I would pay 20 bucks to just like sit in a cart, drink some whiskey, and watch that guy do that. Like, wouldn't that, that would be fun to watch? Hey, get a live stream going. If only there was a Start live charging. stream going. <laughs> Please remember to rate and review at the turn. We're going to be back. We got some fun interviews coming up in November. We're going to talk some Oregon Coast golf, mail order golf clubs. Yeah, it's still happening. It's, it's happening. People are doing it out there. And our style guy is going to come on at the end of the month. Nick, good luck with your membership. I hope I hope you stick with it. I hope you stick with yeah, it. I hope we'll be I, a country I think I'm in it. I think I'm in it to win it. I think you might christen the uh, the season with me. You know, I think I think that'd be fun. The Masters and Country View. Things to look forward to April yes. 2023. Bring your jeans. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time at The Turn. <laughs>